Coming up, it's product of the 80s. Now in an hour-long slot. DQ, Mikey, bringing you what's good. Radio is yours. Keep it locked to X-Ray. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. That's such, jam. that's such a good song. Yeah. All right. What's going on, America? It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is Product of the 80s. I'm your host, DQ Scott. And I'm your co-host, Mikey Make Everything. Yeah. Happy post Happy Post Fourth of July. Yeah. Happy post holiday. Um, Fireworks and whatnot. Yeah, Barbecues. Yeah, chilling. You had a good one? I had a great one. Yeah. It was a Cascade Locks. Yeah. That was nice. That's proper. Yeah. Nice, man. I worked on this. <laughs> <laughs> Most part of it. But then what's uh, I went to uh, one of my uh, old employer's uh, house. He's got like a nice, pretty nice little house along the river um, mm. in Southwest. <laughs> yeah, did that. You know what I mean? Just partied up, barbecued, chill. They had like a taco cart set up and everything, food That's bar. Mess. Yeah, it was, it was chill. Then I had to head home. Get some sleep so I could do this because I care so much about you guys. I almost tried to call in. I was like, I should just do a rerun. I was like, nah, I'm going to have integrity. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm having integrity. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. But like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I exercise while doing this. <laughs> Learn something every day, y'all. Exactly. All right. Let's get into some news. Dad news. Yeah. All about the headlines. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yeah, some stuff happened. Not a lot happened. Not a lot happened. But it's it's enough to it's enough to give you guys a show. I'll yeah. Tell you that. I actually an interesting thing about this is that a lot of stuff I found I pulled up because like I, I think a lot of it was stuff I kind of wanted to hit on. Like maybe it's about almost a week old or two week old, but it didn't get enough coverage or some things that happened with it. So I thought we can expand on it more. So it's not. Word. A totally a slow. Newsweek. All right. So let's start off. Um, I mean at uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Um, of course, uh, a lot of people are intimidated by this woman because she came out of nowhere and won. Yeah, and won. She's social, uh, a social, a socialist Democrat or democratic socialist, I should say. And uh, a lot of people were just scared of her ideals, mainly because they just think she's a socialist. When a lot of people don't want to do the research and realize what a democratic socialist is, and they don't realize that there are countries that this work out, and many European countries have it. They have mixed economies that work well to benefit them in their current situation. But you know how you know how some parts of America are. They're just too old and crotchety. They don't want to learn nothing new. They just want to hear what they want mm-hmm. to hear. So, in an aggressive move uh, by by uh, certain conservatives, they are now attacking her. One TV, uh, one uh, conservative uh, TV host uh, by the name of John Cardillo, or Cardillo. I'm going to call him Cardillo. He doesn't do Cardillo. Is <laughs> a host of Newsmax TV's America Talks Live, and he tweeted an image of her uh, Ocasio Cortez's home. 
in Yorktown Heights, uh, trying to claim that uh, oh, this girl from the Bronx, uh, you go from the Bronx. This, this house, this house over they, here in Yorktown looks pretty nice, huh? This, they, this, and that. They basically try to say she not Jenny from the block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she not from yeah. the Bronx. Yeah, she's, and then, she's from you know suburbs or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but then she fired back appropriately and told him, and it's just like, yeah, okay, like look, like I, my family worked hard, my mother scrubbed toilets. Yeah. So they could live in that house, and that gave me an idea and a view of what you know. Of what poverty is yeah. and, what, and what life is and what it means to work hard to get a proper education, which is the whole point of the movement out there. And that's what mm-hmm. it took. And the whole point is that, like, not understanding that is that now she wants to change things because she's like, my mom, people shouldn't have to scrub toilets just to go to live in a proper neighborhood yep. to get a good education. The education story be like her platform, in the neighborhood. Her platform is healthcare and education, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what she's, yeah. that's what she's, you know, rooting for right yeah. now. Yeah. And she said it best, well, she said it best with, 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 with uh, her, her follow up which is your attempt to strip me of my family, my story, my home, and my identity is exemplary of how of how Cardillo has since tweet, uh, wait, is exemplary? Look, I got my notes mixed up. <laughs> Actually, she said exemplary, it's, uh, it's reading what she's saying, it's exemplary about how, like, uh, how afraid um, they people are of her platform. Yeah. The fact that they'll attack her at her core. And so that's kind of crazy to me. Um, I, that's, that's I mean, they're trying to say that she'll fail. Yeah, and that she's you know she's not from the Bronx and all stuff like that. It's like don't try to discredit this lady before she even you know yeah. made it in. You know, well they're trying to discredit her. And they're, they're trying to discredit her political idea, which is a whole other thing. I almost wanted to do a whole topic of that today, but I feel like more has to develop. But like democratic socialism is a thing, I, and I think people are afraid of it because they're like this socialism. Maybe just want a handout for free. Mm-hmm. It's like no, but some things should be free depending how tax work it's like you know yeah. i mean if we're spending money on tanks we should spend money on schools yeah a good education should be free in a public school yeah. i don't understand how that's a problem yeah that's not you mad about that yeah it's, it's, give me it's, a break it's really weird yeah yeah and some of these people don't work as hard either They're no like, no they don't oh, work they gotta at work all. hard like we do so like, you don't work hard you're just white <laughs> <laughs> you don't get anything <laughs> you got nothing yeah you don't do anything you work just as hard as you're just white and you just want that oh, come man. on don't lie all right in a in amazing news, oh, this and, is amazing. News. Yeah, an infamous French criminal uh, escapes prison in a helicopter. I, I think he was watching Money Talks yeah. with, with Chris Tucker, and he was like, "Oh, we could do this. Yeah, we could get away with this. Yeah, Frenchie. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, according to certain officials, they're saying that his life of crime was inspired by American films such as Scarface and Heat. See, he's yeah. been watching a lot of yeah. movies. Yeah. So this uh, so this criminal is an infamous criminal uh, managed to escape uh, prison that's on the outskirts of Paris. Yeah, with an armed commando, landed a helicopter in the complex courtyard and whisked them away. They had like a couple guards come in there, cause a distraction. This guy landed there with the. What's this, the A-Team? Mission <laughs> Impossible? What is this? This is a movie exactly. plot. It is. This is a movie plot. He's like, I, look at me. Look at me. I am your captain now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm getting out of here. Yeah, so, okay, so sources say three armed gunmen arrived at the entrance of the prison, demanding his release, and at the same time, a helicopter landed in the prison courtyard. Which was not covered by any nets or anything, and the government took him. Uh, go, took uh, his name is Fayed from the visiting room where he was, uh, where he was, and fled in, and fled in the helicopter. I'm calling him Frenchy. Yeah, and I guess that's <laughs> kind of a plan out too. I think he, I guess he's in a visiting room, so I'm sure they planned it out. So when he's gonna yeah. have a visitor, they a little it. bit actually, you can get him out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's some Mission Impossible stuff. That is some Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah, I mean stuff. that's wrong. He's probably a dangerous bad dude. His name is Ethan uh, Hunt. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to give I'm not trying to give him praise, you know what I'm saying? But like I, I think his name is Redouin Faid. Hey, Frenchy. Yeah. It's <laughs> Faid, but that's amazing to me. That's, I've been dropping so many money talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good time with that one. That was fun. All right. Yeah. So anyways, don't try no props to criminals. You know, I don't want to have that scarf no face prop, effect. No props to criminals, but that is amazing. Yeah. Props to you for pulling that off. For pulling that off. Yeah, exactly. All right. In a major move, uh, Seattle has become the first major city to ban plastic straws and utensils. Not I, just straws, utensils I, as well. I really think that's gonna it's gonna make its way around the states. Yeah, I think it's really gonna happen. Some cities, Hopefully, Malibu, San Francisco's on the list. Of course, we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a pattern here. It's all West Coast cities. But. I just love it though. People always give me that look, like no straws. I'm like, yeah, bruh. This is not a vessel for you to drink out of. Yeah, it's, it's sanitized. You drink out of straws at home. Yeah. <laughs> Do you drink a straw? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Knock it off. Are there certain things that are understandable? Okay, like maybe like a Slurpee or something. Do you need you need one of them things for a Slurpee? 7-Eleven can figure out how to make a biodegradable straw in the Slurpee scoop shape. I'm sure they won't lose that much money. Yeah. Especially they giving out free one day a year, they'll be fine. Just like I said, just go on your Amazon and purchase you that that travel straw. Yeah, just a little thing. If you if you're really paranoid. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. 
But I think it's great. So uh, they're going for it. But so the case is that the band carries a $250 fine for any businesses who violate it. Um, but they said they're not. Uh, the city officials said they're going to focus more on education and assisting businesses rather than enforcement, which I like. As I, I think they're giving them a grace period. It's like, okay, we mm-hmm. know it's not going to be an easy transition. We'll give you some time. We'll yeah. work with you on this. Mm-hmm. But then after that, we're going to start slapping you with 250 fines. And I think that's fair because people just have to learn to adjust. I'm pretty sure people can figure out. The utensil thing, that's going to be difficult, especially if that happens here because there's so many food carts here. That's, that's, I was that's, like, how are you going to, like, you got to really change the game with that. Like, I people mean, aren't just going to start carrying on people utensils. Did, just, people are really going to have to invest in either biodegradable ones yeah. or bring their own yeah. if they if they plan on eating at these carts yeah i mean why wouldn't you anyway so it's like think about how many plates and and forks and knives and stuff you're wasting a week yeah. and that, that you're adding to you know all this all the bad stuff that's happened into the world so yeah. Yeah. you know just be so just be socially responsible yeah exactly. you know? yeah i feel you on that so yeah look out everybody do you think try to vote on if it happens uh let's see u.s senators Finally, I didn't know yeah, that this was yeah, saying, like, oh, and just, just a, now. Yeah, introduce <laughs> a bill to make lynching a federal hate crime. Oh, just now, huh? Yeah, just now. Just now. Even this is even backed by Mitch McConnell. Yes, you heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. Even Mitch McConnell is back in this. That's not saying much, but it's saying a lot. Twenty eighteen, like, just now. Yeah, yeah. Just now, getting rid of lynching. Yeah, no, that's, saying, that's saying a lot yeah. about this country right yeah. now. Yeah, Mitch McConnell. I thought we did that many years ago. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it. I thought that was done back during some LBJ or some period like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we need one at the federal level, I certainly support it. Now, hopefully this isn't an idea, like this isn't a precursor of things to come, because Lord knows we don't need people out there lynching us. No, again. no. But I mean, I can see the idea of people bringing back that old schoolness like of like racism and things like that. So I think I think this is kind of a show, like, I mean, it's a political move, and I like it. Because there's a lot of racist, like, you know, other policies happening, which we'll touch up on later on in the show. I feel like racism has been a huge topic since Trump, since Trump made into office. Yeah, funny. And I feel that. like it's mm. funny how that happens, right? <laughs> it's funny how, you know, even senators are bringing up stuff like, yeah, yeah. we should ban that. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. Oh, did y'all forget that that was like a thing? Yeah. It like, had to we be didn't looked forget. into, yeah. We didn't forget. No. Is that, yeah, I think 9 11 is the, the first thing that said never forget. Yeah. Uh, lynching was the first thing you like, never forget. <laughs> Oh, no, people forgot. <laughs> Man. I'm glad that there's something ha- something's happening on the grounds to protect, the, you know, just pr- to protect this, you know, the idea of, you know, that, like, black people still need, you know, some sort of protection. Protection from getting beat to death. But, but, yeah. But, but we have no protection yeah. from getting shot Yo, to we've death. we've grown okay. strong and like, <laughs> gone a long ways, you know, in some ways. But the, the, it's far from over. And that's kind of a, a sign right there, I think. Okay. All right. Uh, so, in a bold move, um, Dutch Prime Minister Mark Root. <laughs> Rutz? Root? Uh, <laughs> decided actually to stand up against the, the positive uh, to, to President Trump after uh, he kind of more or less just kind of said he'd do whatever he wants to do with trade trade talks. I'll I'll play the clip here and we'll we'll discuss it. That's a big group. Big group. Academy Awards. <laughs> Bigger. Well, thank you very much. It's a great honor to have the Prime Minister of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. That's the official title. That Absolutely. sounds very elegant. <laughs> and beautiful, but it's a great honor to have you. I think the EU, uh, we're going to be meeting with them fairly soon. They want to see if they can work something out, uh, and that'll be good. And if we do work it out, that'll be positive. And if we don't, it'll be positive also, because <laughs> no. we'll just think about those cars <laughs> that pour in here, and we'll do something, right? We have to work but it'll be, it'll be positive. But again, Mr. Prime Minister, thank you very much for being here. It's good to be here? Monday. Uh, WTO treated the United States very badly, <laughs> and I hope they change their ways. They have been treating us very badly for many, uh, many years, and that's why we were at a big disadvantage with the WTO. And uh, we're not planning anything now, but if they don't treat us properly, uh, we will be doing something. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. I mean, wow. not even five wow. seconds. Wow. And he still had a mulligan, sort of. He laughed it off. He's like, no. No. Something positive. We, obviously, we need a positive. This has to work to make no. it positive. If we don't work something out, that'll be positive. No, it's not. That's the no. whole point. No. You dummy. <laughs> God, you that's, that's why he had to laugh. He's like, no, he's serious. But he had to laugh. No. He's like, how can something work out and be positive, something not work out and be positive? That's dummy. And then he couldn't hold his tongue for five seconds mm-hmm. afterwards. Well, the WTO has been treating this bad. It's like, oh, well, that's yeah. not going to help work. Like, no. You're the worst diplomat. <laughs> Like, over, here you have no skills, Whoa, whoa was me. Whoa was me in front of the, the camera. Oh, man. They've been treating us bad. They've been treating us bad. They've been treating us bad. Like, yeah. No, they haven't been. Yeah, just 
I'm just I'm worried to buy anything now. Like that's the thing. I almost almost want to buy a bunch of stuff now. Almost, I almost want to look at all the markets of everything and stockpile everything. There's too many. Just knowing the price are gonna go up on everything. Like I, that's how the beer is gonna go up. You know the the Harley cans da- of beer are gonna cost the Harley more money Davidsons. Now. We thought they were cheap. Yeah, they're really gonna go up now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tariffs on those are ridiculous. Imagine again, like a six pack of rate. Everybody, your Rainier is gonna cost a lot more money, and yeah. I know you don't want that. You know, people are gonna have to pay like nine dollars for like a six pack of beer, all because of this fool. It's a lot. It's a lot going yeah, can't keep the wrong way can't instead of the right way. Keep his mouth shut. <laughs> all right, moving forward. Uh, yesterday, a woman climbed the base of the Statue of Liberty in protest. To pro in protest to prove a point. Um, she is an uh, she's an immigrant. She's actually part. She's actually part of a group. There's a protest group that was there. Um. And uh, it's called Rise and Resist. And uh, they were just, they're standing at the base, like, you know, appropriately doing it. And uh, I guess in a, in a, the group didn't really condone it or anything, but she just decided to make a bold move and make a statement. So she decided to climb uh, near the base of it towards the foot, which is like a pretty crazy climb. It's like no, kind of steep. Sketchy. Yeah, it's, it's sketchy. steep. It's like a lot of, you got to have your skills up. It's, dang- it's dangerous, all right? It's, dangerous. A, <laughs> it's like a 20 foot climb. With barely any foothold. It's it's not like the the what was it Ghostbusters two. Yeah. It's not like that. It's yeah. not easy like that. Yeah. So it's a migrant woman who did it. Apparently she's still like you know she uh she, <laughs> she's still uh apparently she's still uh like she was a little like little feisty, mm-hmm. and then she came quietly like she like she wasn't like it was like a big news. Everyone was mad though. They're like. How dare you disrespect oh, us? Oh yeah, Fourth of July type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so. kind of the whole point. It's like, well, like she kind of made a statement. Like you'll you'll be fine. Like give me liberty. Yeah. Give me justice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it's proving a point. Just like you know, like that the the thing that stands there and what it represents. It's it's being defiled right now with our policies. Seriously. It was happening. So I don't blame her for doing it. I wouldn't have made that move. I wouldn't have. Either. But I, it's a thing. No one will be talking about it, and things don't come up if you don't make moves like that and you're not bold. So, so fortune only favors the bold, is what I heard. So I give her props for that. So, you know what I mean? Like, do you think, girl? But like, I, I protest. I won't miss my legs only because I can't climb. I hate water. <laughs> so that's just me. <laughs> I'll fight for you, but only within my limits. <laughs> All right. Those, those are your two bugaboos, your kryptonites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no climbing, no water. <laughs> the two bugaboos. But though I've gone uh, wall climbing and I like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm not gonna go. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not gonna go out to Mount Hood. And like do all that. Yeah, yeah, go to give me put me in a gym. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not doing all the other stuff. <laughs> all right. Organized confusion, ladies and gentlemen. What's Local going news. On in Oregon. Other stuff. Organized. Ooh, more car stuff, because we just messing up the roads out here. Man, terrible. Yeah. So, um This is your last weekend, everybody, to enjoy a nice casual trip and stroll Man. down the Springwater Corridor. It's actually supposed to close like a week ago. Well, they gave us one more week, so I, I guess I really you know, think I'm gonna blessings. just take a drive this week. Yeah, I'm just gonna just en- actually enjoy being in my car before I hate being in my car. Yeah, so it's close on July 9th, and uh, it should be um, all hours on all days, approximately through uh, I think uh, to the October 31st. And uh, so if that's something you normally take as well, some people use that as a route to get out of town. You're just urged to take an alternate route. I don't know. I guess you could. Is there like a route along 99? See, that sounds sketchy too. I'm gonna ride my bike along that. It just yeah. seems like I mean, there's very few options. You gotta go way out of your way. So I kind of I feel bad, but I mean, like I don't know. I guess if you have to do something, if you have to fix it up, it's gonna you know do well. If it's if it's a wise investment, then fine. I don't understand why we're doing it around this time of year. That yeah, seems kind of weird. I think I, I, you would just think that all oh, this stuff would get done during like the slower months, like the mm-hmm. rainy months or it's just springtime like, projects. Yeah, or yeah. like the cold months yeah like why are you doing this yeah. in the summertime when people are actually out and about well i think especially moving about and they go to a lot of different sides of town especially there, and there's there's a there's an economy I, over that way and i can feel it's going to suffer especially I, over the summertime i really think a lot of economies are going to suffer i think a lot of small yeah. businesses is going to suffer and i really think that it's it's a bold move to like kind of like stifle our summer yeah yeah I, as, can't you can't go to a lot of parks? Well, no, it's like it's like if you can afford it, yeah, to take exactly. the time off, yeah, then this is like the perfect time for you. Yeah, but if you can't and you got to go to work every yeah. day, then this is like saying a lot of a lot of things yeah. to the working class who commute, yeah, which is mean. Yeah, I think it's just outright mean. Yeah, you got to figure out alternate fo- form of travel, which might cost you some extra money. Taking time off work, 
hanging out at a spot, getting a permit to hang out at the spot because now you can't even keep doing this. So now you need not, a permit for all that stuff. We're not making what you uh. normally make. Because of people not being able to come visit you because yeah. of how bad traffic is. Yeah, I think it's really gonna. It's mess a burden. With it's a time the factor too. Industry, yeah. with the service industry in, in general. Yeah, I used to depend on the Spring Water Corridor during the summer, like get around, especially when I used to live in North Portland, because then it's like that was like an easy access to Southeast. I could just jet. I could be down Southeast in five minutes. I'll just mm-hmm. hop on my bike. And if that's being the case now, I'm probably not going to visit Southeast because I don't want to have to figure out an alternate route. Through, and think about all the business in the middle that, of the city. They're going to be losing business because yeah. you're not going to be going over there. Yeah, then I'm not meeting my friends. They're like, well, I don't want to go there. Either. I'm just going to stay here. Then, well, I'm just going to go here. They were just kind of like, do you think? Bi- do you think biking is going to be the main form of transportation during all of this traffic? Stuff? It has to be, because driving driving now is just terrible. I mean, I think I think figure the only way you probably should drive mostly around town over the summer is if you're getting out of town. Okay. Like, okay, well, let's go to, tr- like, you know, Troutdale or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. You just want to get on the outskirts of town. Well, go no, like, no, like Blue Lake Park or something well, like that. Okay, want, cool. You want to drive to the coast. Yeah. You want to get to the beach. Yeah. Okay. But if I'm going from, if I'm going from like, say. The commuting. Yeah. But if I'm going from Mississippi. In town. Yeah. Like, Mississippi to Division, I'd rather ride my bike. Okay. I don't want to spend all, I don't want to spend the whole day in a hot car, in traffic, do that. I could ride, that's a probably like a 20-minute bike ride. Main, mm-hmm. if, if even that. 30 minutes, whatever, casual. 10 minutes if you're fast. You can figure it out. But, like, either way, it's not a lot. But you're probably sitting in your car for 20 minutes, half an hour, and longer trying to get there. Mm-hmm. And you wasted money time. It's just, it just sounds horrible. You don't want to do that. Exercise. I don't know. So I, I think so. But, like, I, it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Speaking of which, Lyft is buying Motivate, which is a firm behind Bike Town. And City Bike. City Bike. Mm. So Lyft is a, is a operator. Uh, let's see. Ride-hailing company Lyft said it's purchasing uh, Motivate, the operator of City Bike in New York City. In Bike Town in Portland and other bike rental programs in major U.S. cities, uh, Lyft did not disclose the terms of the deal, but uh, discussions have centered around a price tag of 250 million as recent as June. Um, I uh, let's see here. I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I think I don't know. I don't know how that's supposed to work out. Like if you're just gonna like if it's working out the same way as Bike Town, if you're just gonna grab the bikes and it's like a. I mean, can you ride share a bike? I, is, I mean, that, is that what I, it is? I, I think I think that's what lives. You can tell that lives. It's just renting a bike. Thing is, yeah. either ride share, or use other forms of transportation. Yeah. Or use us. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. they're just basically trying to, I think, save the world. I don't yeah. know what's going on with Lyft. They well, sound like a, a great company. Well, this is go, <laughs> well to me. This is going. This kind of goes along with the whole thing we talked about a week or so ago. I think it was last week about them uh, doing the $199 monthly mm-hmm. fee. Or whatever, depending on where you live. Three ninety nine, or yeah. Whatever. I mean, ride this, you actually need. this is kind of an awesome incentive in that in that realm of things. If you're just like, hey, I could take this lift up, I could take this car if I had to, I could just grab this bike real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I just got to go up, maybe have a little car, whoop, whoop, grab mm-hmm. it, and then you're out. Let's get the Uber, just boom, taken care of, all done. I don't know. I, I like the concept of it. I still feel like there's something sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hate to be that person. Yeah. But I know a lot of people hate Uber and Lyft because of what they do to local economies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. At the same time. Can't really argue with the convenience that they provided for a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I'll say this right now: Uber and Lyft have saved my life a couple times on a couple of things I couldn't make it to, and I know if I called the cab, I would have been late, mm-hmm. and it would have really done, done some damage to me. So, yeah, it's kind of saved me a bit. But like, I still support Radio Cab, but the conveniences of what these other people were putting together are hard to ignore, especially at the price that they're putting it out at. Yeah, people can afford this, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna be riding my bike for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Bar industry, yeah. in and out. Because it's like, why drive? Yeah. I mean, am I, am I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm probably going to wrap my bike down, lift back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or you could just like, you could, yeah. Or you could just like carry, keep it in your car, just like attach the wheel and then just drive down and then like take public transportation in the middle of where you need to go uh, and then get uh, back to drive back the distance. Oh, uh, seeing how far I can get my car before it gets crazy. More or less. Pull yeah. the bike out and yeah. ride it the one way, like so, like a park, park and ride share type of thing. So you make it to like maybe 40th and Sandy. Yeah. And, then, and that's it. Yeah, not a Actually bad. Actually, about 50, 60 nowadays. Not a bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's better. Yeah. Kind of we'll, we'll see how this works. It's going to be a lot of like, you know, yeah. what should I do? What should I do? Yeah. What's, the be- what's the better way to yeah. figure this out? So, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Exercise. I don't care. I know. I'm getting fat, dog. <laughs> I got dad bod, no kids. Oh, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> staying on my Bowflex game. I am staying no kid, on my guns. No kid dad bod. Killing the, killing the game over here. <laughs> Portland State University is seeking outside group to review fatal shooting uh, by campus cops. Uh, yeah, that was you, crazy news. You haven't heard? Yeah, a man by the uh, 
Uh, University President Rahman Shireshi uh, offered condolences to the family of Jason Washington and a lot of other people who have been affected by um, the killing of this man uh, near PSU who was trying to break up a fight the other night and uh, had a uh, a legally uh, an uh, a legal handgun. Um, he had a permit for it, but he dropped it while trying to disperse a fight. And while he picked it up, uh, a couple of uh, campus security officers who were armed uh, shot the man. Um, that says a lot. I mean, yeah. it's tough because there's a lot of people who are like, well, he shouldn't have got involved. Eh, you got, it's, thank you for being a citizen getting involved. Once campus security shows up, okay, yeah, you probably should have stepped aside. Once an authority figures to sit there. Yeah. Then again, like camp security, who's kind of... Then again, that guy, yeah, the it, guy who it, broke it up is probably... It's a tough argument. He's probably more trained yeah, in weapon with those guys. It's like... But it's kind of bad that he still dropped like, it. You like, you're, you're first on the scene and you're breaking something yeah. up. If you don't get to relay the information to the officers yeah. so they know who's in the right and who's in the wrong, yeah. then that's probably the reason why he was still in yeah. the middle of the situation. Like probably even appropriate telling him, like, hey, I'm armed. But I you know, also... Like, but also, like, I also don't get... Like the, the immediately shooting of a person just because they're armed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know. Well, they're nervous. I get, I get it. They're not trained it. officers necessarily. You know what I, I mean? get. I get yeah. all of all of these all of these reasons. But like you've seen people not yeah. get shot who actually had weapons on them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, if it looks like he, it, it, he doesn't look at the aggressor, if he looks like he's in between something, yeah. and he still has a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Which is why those people should probably have guns. I don't think they know how to assess situations like a cop normally would. I mean, that's supposed to be trained I, in that. I, it, just it, be trained it, in well, that way. They're trained to use their words. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You yeah. show up to a scene, you use your words. Freeze. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, please put the weapon down or something like that. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, and that was the thing that that, that all the students. And hate then, about and then why is it always fatally wounding people? Right, like it. Oh man, why they put a couple rounds in? So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what? I, and hopefully, like, it doesn't discourage people from being good Samaritans. And yeah, because like I'm always in the middle yeah. of a fight. Somebody's got to like. do something sometimes. So I'm glad I mean, we do even even there. before my security gets to yeah. to to break up the fight, yeah. I'm there breaking up a fight. And the last thing I want to do is get shot for breaking up some something else going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I don't all, right. Know. all right, everybody. We all knew this was gonna happen. No, all right. No, you know, I don't want to curse this, but I'm being realistic. All right, I'm a believer, but I'm being realistic right now. Damian Lillard is reportedly being targeted by the Lakers. A couple of not long ago, LeBron James is very open about his love and respect for Damian Lillard. Lillard then sends out, uh, responded to a tweet about this, about him leaving, about like whether he's going to be happy, like would he be happy being there? And his response was, "I'm typically a happy, I'm typically a happy person." Hmm. <laughs> that sounds like something somebody will say when they're thinking about breaking up with you. So are we getting into the main topic then? <laughs> oh man. Well this is this will help this is a transition to it. But I okay. want I wanted to top up on this. And and the sister here here's the thing. This will be part of the main topic. Okay. But but we're keeping it local only in this way. How you feel how do you feel like Blazers fans will react? No, okay. no, 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 no. Uh, okay, I want to say Blazers fans. Just the city of Portland though. Or Blazers fans, but the this, city of Portland in general. But this okay, there's been a lot of disappointments this this free free agency season, like ever since season ended and everybody's been making all their moves, power moves actually. Yeah. Um, I have been like sitting here wait wait waiting on the Blazers to do something. Yeah. Like the draft was like wow, yeah. but then like their attempts to get all these free agents. Yeah. That are hitters. Sort of yeah. And they and they got who did they get? We got Seth Curry. We got Seth Curry. N- <laughs> not. Yeah. Steph Curry, Seth, Seth Curry, S E T H Seth. It's like, why are we getting point guards? Why <laughs> yeah. are we getting point guards? Point guards, yeah. If we have Danny, yeah. But besides that, but here's the thing: like, how do you think the city of Portland will feel if Danny Lillard leaves? Well, I, that's that, that's what I'm getting yeah. to. Yeah, I feel like the Blazers organization is letting Portland down, and if, and if and if <laughs> and if and if Damian leaves. It's because of it's because of them. Yeah, they haven't done anything to make sure that to keep yeah. him here. Paul Allen has been the master of the craft of keeping us like awesomely mediocre. Yeah, yeah. This is like I have this money. We make the playoffs. I'm not going to spend time. it. Yeah. yeah, but I'm gonna give you guys yeah. this, some this, some guys who are just gonna just work so hard yeah. to get us to the playoffs, yeah. but then nothing. Yeah, we don't want to get there. All we the just want to get there. He's like, there's no point in taking over. I'm not gonna waste my money on something like that. So but but, but, but then you but then you got teams. Well, are we getting to it? Yeah. All right. All right, sports, everybody. Today's main topic is sports. 
Because that's what I talk about sports. We talk about politics, talk about trade moves, other weird stuff happening. And because it's a slow news week, I want to talk about something a little more positive. <laughs> I mean, straight up. So we talk about sports today. But mainly, this is going to be a lot of NBA trades. A lot of NBA stuff. Yeah. So, so I got opinions. This so, might actually turn heated because I'm kind of mad about so, stuff. <laughs> so if you, if you don't know who Waj is, yeah. Definitely down, uh, download Twitter and follow him because he's basically telling everybody who's going where and when. Yeah. So Kawhi's a big guy out there. Yeah, still wanting to go to the, the Lakers. Uh. He could get you know get seventeen million. Yeah, but they don't have they don't have the cap space for him right now. So it's like, and he's worth he, more than that. Though, he's worth he's worth way more than he that. He can't take that money at this point. In his so career. you got people like like the Blazers. Who haven't done anything in the free agency to get anybody? No. Like we said, we talk, we're talking about Paul Allen not getting anybody for our team. Yeah. When there's been ballers out there, yeah. they didn't try to make a play for Paul George. They didn't try to make a play for Kawhi. They did try to make a play for Cousins, yeah. but he got the same same agent yeah. as Nurk. So it was like this city. This city here's the thing. I would love to have Cousins too. And that's a great basketball move. This city will not accept Des- Demarcus Cousins. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, they have too much pride, integrity. You in got like, you got you know? teams like like the Warriors yeah. who don't need anyone. Who nah. still is like, oh, we we'll get rid of Jamal McGee and we'll pick up yeah. Cousins yeah. for five million. That's <laughs> for a five million steal. dollars. We could, could know, we not offer him ten and ten. No, no, that's no, like, a steal. He could he could have got he, he could have got twenty three million if he didn't get injured. Since he got injured, he was yeah. like, I'll take this five million for this one year. Yeah. And then you got to pay me. Yeah. But this one year, I might get a ring. Exactly. So, win, win, win. I mean, the, the notoriety, he'll get some some endorsements and some other stuff he'll get from just being in California and in that city and just being popularized. He can make up for it. But it's he'll like, be okay. I'm pretty sure he'll be off. I'm it, sure he'll be sure, but it, sure the be scary fine. thing is the Warriors getting that much stronger, yeah. even though LeBron did, you know, is yeah. in L.A. now yeah. with all the rest of the help that, mm-hmm. he, that he's getting with, you know, yeah. all the squad that they're getting. It's like, why would they get Dane? Yeah. As well as uh, what's what's with what's boy from New Orleans who just got traded over there to the point guard who was uh, uh, Celtic point guard for forever. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Yeah. If they got Rondo, they don't need Dame. No. But I mean, why not? But well, I mean, well, his thing Rondo's still rounded out rounded out the end of his his career too. But Rondo Rondo still can pass the Rondo's ball. Rondo's smart. That's all yeah, they Rondo's really smart. Need. That's all they need. Be Dame Dame can pass the ball. Move Dame can move the ball and he can still score. Yeah. So he's a great scoring option. Only thing is his defense. But when you got everybody else stacked up. On that team, they got like well, you don't need last person you need thing you need Dame for is the right defense for you. It's, it's just crazy. Look, they're already stacked. Look, look at look at their squad. Fine, yeah. Rondo Ball, they got you know LeBron, they got Javale McGee, yeah. they got um, I mean they got help. They, they got, got some they young got guys. Lance yeah. Stevenson. Yeah, they got, Lance they got Stevenson. some of the, some of the people. They got still got Kuzma. Yeah. Like the Lakers are gonna be great, but I don't yeah. know how great. I don't know how compared they, to the Warriors. I now. don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how well that team's gonna gel. Yeah, that's my thing. So okay, you got some pieces. How can they play together now? I mean, they got. Can a you great, write up a game they plan, have a, a system great, they believe in? They have a really they great out. coach though. Yeah, think true. about it. That's the same coach that that basically coached the Warriors yeah. and keeping to winning that year. Yeah. And did they did they win the did they win the whole thing that year? I think well, okay. Coach Kerr came back, so I don't know. Yeah, I just remember that it was Luke's team for the whole most of the, the whole season, yeah, yeah. and then the playoffs. Yeah, it was Kerr's team again. Yeah, so that's how he got the job. There's so he's a, a great coach. So yeah. there's a lot of basketball knowledge in that organization. Period. Yeah, especially with Magic Johnson yeah, basically the, making top, all those plays. Yeah. From the top to the bottom, there's like knowledge, and so all the moves being all made you Laker with the basketball fans, mindset, it's kind of like better thank nice. Magic for all of the stuff that's been yeah. happening lately for your for your team because y'all got rid of all your bums to Cleveland. And then you you got some something else in return, you know. That's the softest man alive for being that size. It's just like man, you should be a gladiator, a warrior, but you just you are trash. But I mean, he wanted to go back to the Lakers. That was his main thing. Was like, oh. I want, I want to well, go back. No, now, Le- go back. now LeBron's there. Yeah, exactly. I want to go back. Nobody wants you, softy. Nah. <laughs> but I mean, like you still, they still got John Wall, Bradley Beal. So I think still think they'll work out. I mean, I here's mean, the thing: he just has to sit inside and do his thing. He can just pick up the pieces yeah. from whatever they left over from their offense, which I think is fine. If not, they'll give him an extra op- option to dump inside. It's kind of easy street. He he really doesn't have to do much work there. So I, hopefully, he plays harder. Knowing that's like, okay, he got these two awesome guards running the show. You should. Okay, man, you got you could just hang out in there all day and do your thing. And the Western Conference, is if he not, doesn't shine on that team, I'm I'm really. I'm over just saying. Him. Well, yeah. the the Western Conference is so hard and he's now. In the, and he's in the East on top of that. Yeah. What's I'm saying? Yeah. The Western Conference is so hard now that 
legit, if you make it out of the West as the number one, yeah, you, you're gonna annihilate whoever's coming out of the East, even if it's Boston. Yeah, I'm feeling like it's gonna be Boston next year. What, what other team would you put in that category for winning next year out of the East? Philly, obviously, yeah, Boston. Philly, Boston. Who else? Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll now throw in. I will now throw in Washington just because of the pickup. Now they still got a lot of work to do. Yeah, but uh, but, yeah. but you think but, about it. All but, of those starting fives are still yeah nowhere compared to the Lakers. Yeah. Oh, the Warriors starting five. Or else, and I know we're compared to the Blazers even. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> we'd be the top. We'd probably be the top contender. One of the top contenders in the East, if not the. Yeah. I mean, for not next for the Celtics. Yeah. But like, still, like, but that's. But it's funny. So I just want to. I, I just can't wait to see that team with Kyrie back. Yeah. That's gonna be crazy. They're gonna be motivated too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. They'll be like, because they 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 had it. Yeah. Like, what was the Cleveland was like a. I'm like, was it six seed or something? Yeah, and they made it. Yeah, but that's I mean, you can't deny LeBron's greatness when he's coming out of nowhere like that. Yeah, yeah. and beating, picking out teams like that. Now, if if Kyrie was in the game, it'd be a completely different story. But still, yeah, wins a wins a win. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, you think? I don't know, man. You think with all these moves and stuff, you think you think this is gonna affect like fan appeal, viewership, anything else like that? I mean, I know a lot of people. Here saying that they're not really gonna watch it next year because it's yeah. kind of that's kind of like absurdly stacked. Yeah, it's like what's the point? But yeah. I mean, these these men are taking pay cuts yeah. to get these rings. Yeah, and if they don't get these rings, then that's just karma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or you or you just didn't work on your craft. Well, I, remember- I just feel like like cousins got injured. Yes, he looks a little smaller. Is he gonna work on his game? Yeah. He's got like, some work he's, to do. He's one of these people who was like, she, don't get me yeah. wrong, I love she. She she would but she would come in overweight, not in shape, not ready for the season. You know? Yeah. Your work ethics. You see LeBron, he's thirty three years old, yeah. but you see him in the gym every day. Yeah. So it's work ethic. That's the difference between seven players, you know, mm-hmm. from greats being greater. Yeah. So, um, with him joining that squad, that squad runs. Yeah. They run up a and lot. a lot. Yeah. So and he's the big man too. So it, like, I mean, he's got to stick a D, but he got to run. And he had tra- a, and transition he had a, D is huge. And he had a Achilles. Yeah. You know, kind of surgery. So yeah. he's gonna have to go yeah. from resting his his yeah. foot to running all yeah. the time. I don't think they're, they're. I don't. I have a feeling that they probably won't start him, but I feel like he's gonna be a big presence for their second unit. I feel like you know what I mean. Like if they true. have to slow down the game, it's like okay, yeah. now we have a big presence and he can score. If they have to slow down the pace of the game at the first, but which is more dangerous? That's still very unfair. I still, th- I still think, I still <laughs> that think that makes it more dangerous. True, but yeah. I still think that LeBron is probably going to go from playing like thirty-eight, you know, forty the whole game, yeah, to twenty to twenty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, he's he's probably got four or five seasons left in his career. Yeah, he's got all these people around him. He's probably going to play more, obviously, in the playoffs. Yeah. but he needs to run less minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know he has to touch out the last couple of seasons. He's gonna die he, out because yeah, like he's he's been carrying these yeah. teams, so he's definitely gonna have to do less minutes. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. I almost get back to what you said earlier. Like I, I feel kind of funny about it too because I, I I just I still think about the Gary Payton, Carmelo. I feel like there's one more person that came on that too. Like, like Kemp. Yeah, and Kemp that came on the Lakers. Trying to snag, trying to snag that ring. Like, it was something like that. I was so glad they didn't win it. Yeah. See, it's weird. I feel bad because I love Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, not like this, GP. Not like this. <laughs> not, like, not like this, man. Not like Yo, this. Yo, not this route, man. <laughs> I can't but get into that. But that's that's been happening in the league for a long time. Yeah. Like exactly. But that, but that's, but that's where you, that's where you see the greats kind of show up. Yeah. Like Allen Iverson will always be my favorite player and the greatest player in the game of all time because he took them bums from Philly. Yeah. Beat everybody in the playoffs. Beat everybody. Yeah. And then first game mm-hmm. goes into L.A. and beats the stack, the most stacked L.A. team yeah. ever besides the one that it is, they just got. Yeah. I mean, Shaq, Kobe, yeah. Rick Fox. Yeah. I mean, the whole squad was, like, legit, and yeah. he – put him on his back, yeah. put 60 points up. They basically went and got Ty- Tyrone Lue out of nowhere. Yeah. It was like, oh, you look like AI? Yeah. You're going to guard AI. Yeah. You're going to foul him all game, yeah. and you're going to bottle him up, and he's not going to win. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. 
It didn't <laughs> so happen. So that's why, <laughs> to me, yeah. he's he's my height. 6'1", and took the first them Giants and won. Man, I feel bad for Tyrone Lewis. He's just like a meme now. He, he definitely he's the respected player, but he gets a lot of sides. I mean, Between that and he, the coaching thing, it's kind of like, he man. Should, he should be more respected as he a coach. He should be. But not. probably not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> see that boys to men meme they did with Cavaliers? That was hilarious. That was hilarious. I was like, oh, it's wrong, but it's so funny. That was super funny. Yeah. My dad laughed. <laughs> I, well, I don't love this come on home. That's one question I always ask. Because he hates it or he hates I know us. he hates. I, I, hey. I don't want him. Hey. You can go. <laughs> you can go back to Lake Oswego. He ain't from here. I'm just saying. Hater. He's a why hater. Why doesn't he come back here? He can get a max contract. Yeah. That's the position that we need. Fans would still welcome him, I think. I, I don't think they yeah. have the knowledge about it. They're like, oh, local boy. Love. It's like, nah, man, you know what he said about us? You wouldn't take he him doesn't, in. He, doesn't have to, he, doesn't, he can play the par, the power or but, the small. Yeah. And this, I mean, that could be your position. You could just be holding it down for the city. Yeah. But you out here yeah. in Cleveland getting mistreated. The people don't like, yeah. People don't like you. Well, then he talks smack about us, and now no one likes him here. He doesn't have a home. I don't, I don't That's know. what you get. I'm just saying, like. He's probably in his mind. He's like, I'm never going back there. It's like, just like, ah. why? <laughs> why? Yeah. why? 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 The West Coast is the conference. Yeah. If, you, if you're a competitor, yeah. this is where you want to be. I can kind of see it, though. If I grew up in Lake House, we're going to have this whole thing. I wouldn't want to go back. I'm just saying, man. You know you, what I mean? You, you, I can I could, I see it, but he doesn't have to hate on us. Like, he's like a hater. Like, that place sucks. He goes like, all right, man, slow down, G. Because he's pretty much saying Portland sucks when he's from Lake Oswego, and that's what makes me mad. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's got to stop being a bum about that. Yeah. I mean, the city's changed since he's been here. Yeah. I mean, he's come. He's obviously come back here. You don't care. On, you know, yeah. <laughs> for work yeah. to play against us, but still it's like, come on, man. <laughs> come back home. Totally, man. The other random ones uh, – Anything else that stands out to me? Rudy Gay, of course, resigns with the Spurs. One year. I'm, I'm still excited to see where Kawhi goes. When, when we know where Kawhi goes, that's going to be the season story. That will be. It's he's the un, he's underrated, story. too. He's just a quiet guy in general, so it's not making but a lot he of just, noise. He, he, but you get him in a place where he can bang out, make some noise, me, and to people me, start pushing him a little bit, he's going to blow up. To big, me, man. he's the best in this position. Yeah. It's like it's like Kevin Durant. Yeah. The best in this position. Yeah. Like you, no matter what in the playoffs of the last two years, you can say one thing about the Warriors. They're great, whatever, whatever, but you can you can say that Kevin Durant can't be stopped. Yeah. I mean, this man's up there putting 42 up on you. That, <laughs> in the finals, even when, when, when Steph Curry, not Steph Curry, yeah. when Steph Curry's yeah. not doing anything, he's still getting you 42. Yeah. He's the best in this, in this position. Yeah. All right. We want to move on a little quick. Let's move on. All right. So, uh, our boy T.O., Terrell Owens, is to give his Hall of Fame speech, uh, but he's not giving it at the Hall. He's not even going to show up. He's, he doesn't want to be there. He's going to do it at his old college of Tennessee, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. He's doing this on August 4th. Uh, he, so he's made the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations to him. Congrats, well deserved. Along him with his class is Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Brian Erlacher. That's a good class. Brian Erlacher and Brian Dawkins. That is a good class. That's a very modern class, too. Yeah. I think it's dope, too. It's a lot of, like... Wait a minute, it's from my era. Like these guys, guys. they don't seem that old. Yeah, they don't seem that old. No, especially like with Randy Moss. Him and Randy Moss, I could tell, just had this thing. Did going you see that video clip of Randy Moss recently? Well, He's playing for the big three, the Ice Cube thing, right? I heard about he that. He crossed somebody up and just yeah. poked on, just dunked yeah. all on him. He I, was like, yeah. like, "Who is it, Sean Kemp? Yeah. Oh, that's that's T.O.? No, I seen <laughs> I seen him in one of those NBA celebrity games. It was like, and he was why? he was dunking. He was doing that in an NBA celebrity game. I was I've like, been seeing you, forty four, out there getting breaking, taking people's ankles. Yeah. Messed up. Yeah. So he's giving his speech uh, outside of this. Uh, but here's the thing. A lot of people think, some people are trying to say it's disrespectful for him to give his speech n- uh, not at the Can- uh, Canton, Ohio, at the hall that he's doing it at his school. I don't know. I think, think it's respect to where, where it all came from. Yeah. You can't. That, you, that was his whole that, point. And, that, and that's my favorite thing yeah. about, about about a lot yeah. of people who who have who has who were raised with those kind of morals and values. You yeah. know, you can't know where you're going. Yeah. Till you till you know where you've been. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, this is where I came from. Yeah. I'm gonna show respect. Yeah. I'm gonna pay homage. Yeah. To where I'm from. I'm I mean, thank you. Speak of those are people who respect him the most. He's like, I wouldn't be because, nothing. Because even though even though the hall let him in, it was debatable because they're like, hmm, he's problematic in locker room, mm-hmm. this and that, which is not supposed to be a thing. No. But they were still gonna use that against him to not put him in because they don't like him. They were yeah. trying that. So I don't blame but the, him. But, but the like, fans votes yeah. get you in there. Yeah, he's like, so well, like, in other words, everyone there was like, well, I guess we have to let you in. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, now you don't want to be here with us? No. Like, like, like nah, if you're going to be all salty about yeah, it. No, no, Just no, be no. mad, I'd be, be happy and be respectful and I'm still doing it, but I'll be amongst my people who probably want to hug and kiss me. Right. Instead of going to be like, stink eye in the corner. Yeah. Be like, like, hater crew from Chappelle's mm-hmm. show in the corner on him. So mm-hmm. I don't blame him for that. 
Especially with football, man. That's like such old school politics. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Real old yeah, school politics. Yeah, you know, like, well, back in the game in the 50s, like, yeah. would never disrespect like this. Yeah. I don't know why. The hall. The hall. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah, the hall. So good for you, man. Props to T.O. Because I love T.O. I wouldn't want him on my team. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, if I'm throwing right. up the alley, that's the yeah. first person I want to be up there yeah, to exactly. catch it for sure. And to round out all this, everybody, just to show you the power and influence of LeBron James, there's a, Clip, there's a super fan of the Clippers named Clipper Daryl. You've probably seen him once in a while. He wears like the half and half suits, red and blue. He got a call from LeBron James. Now he's a Laker fan. Okay, but like he this. abandoned his squad. <laughs> so so that bandwagon. So backstabber. <laughs> I've been waiting for the for the bandwagon conversation. Yeah, so it's already happening. My best friend is a Laker fan. Right. My brother's a Laker fan. Yeah. And my girl's a Laker fan. Yeah. You know what I tell them all to their faces? Yeah. I still hate LA. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I still beat LA. Yeah. And and also, this is one thing I also want to say. If you are a Clipper fan, you should be root you should be asking y'all owners and everybody mm. to get y'all up out of there. Yeah, y'all exactly. don't have your yeah. own yeah. place. Go to San Diego. No, go to go to Seattle. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Anywhere. Bring the bring the bring the Sonics Seattle back. Clippers. That's gotta get yeah, yeah, something. You gotta bring them. See, yeah. 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 Get get out of there because you get no <laughs> respect in your own town. Yeah. When you go to play on your on your court, they just change the court. The seat's yeah. still purple. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not, not I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I used to be a Lakers fan, and then ever since when they got when they got Shaq in there, I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I quit. I was super done. All right, we got to move on to the different segments. Try to run through the rest of the show. You want to do racist stuff? Obviously. My favorite conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, we got to talk about racist stuff. And we got a little bit of pop music and stuff, but we must well get into black conversation. So if you don't know where that's from, yeah. it's from the little movie called CB4. Which I got taken to see in the theater. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> um, MC Gusto was my, was my favorite character in that movie. Shout out to Charlie Murphy out of Rest in Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a guy. Yeah, exactly. That was his first movie. Yeah, shout out to Chris Elliott playing the camera guy in that movie, too. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, to kick it off, uh, there's some racist stuff happening with the NRA. Apparently, they think it should be hard to get in the country. Listen to this. Look, there are 40 or 50,000 people a month streaming across our southern border. And as I reported a couple weeks ago from Reynosa and uh, McAllen, Texas, many of those immigrants are facing incredible danger and hardship to do so. America's immigration laws were intended to serve two purposes, to keep Americans safe from unchecked hordes of migrants overwhelming our public services, and to serve as a deterrent to those who would take the chance of crossing our border illegally. For something to serve as a deterrent, it has to be made difficult or painful or even dangerous. Making it more difficult with a 30-foot wall, for example, actually makes the people safer in aggregate because they are, there will be far fewer of them that even attempt the journey. But liberals seem to have a hard time understanding the law of deterrence. They think the best way to help people is to make things easier for them, facilitating their bad choices. In the next hour, I'll show you how that line of thinking plays out in one of the richest and most liberal cities in America, San Francisco, California. Now, you can't make people safer by facilitating their bad choices. And, wa- and walking to the United States across Mexico is a very bad choice. Woo! All right, so, that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the only thing these people are really trying to do is seek asylum for the most part. All right? They're not... Making it dangerous and threatening their lives. The whole point is that they're coming from a life-threatening, dangerous situation. They act like they're people. Those people are just making it over here, just all this, willy-nilly. Like people, kill people die like on that journey yeah. every time. Yeah, it's just the desert. Yeah, you're crossing the desert yeah. blind, basically. Yeah. No water. <laughs> just, yeah. just trying to seek asylum. Yeah. It's like it's like that kid that folded over on that door, and they were like, "Nah." Yeah. From Cuba, they were like, "Nah, you need to go back home." Yeah. This is just rhetoric you shouldn't hear from someone from the NRA, an organization that controls guns, and it seems to be hyper aggressive. Just seems like them like determining that things should be more difficult and life threatening or dangerous they, for them. This should be painful. It should be they, difficult or painful. They, they want, or even dangerous. They want a moat. They, they want a moat with alligators in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They could. They could. If they could. They could an electric they fence. They could paint them red, white, and blue too. Yeah. They, yeah. Oh my goodness. Give them a mullet with some Oakleys. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 
<laughs> and a bad boy club tattoo on the side of the arm. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> Ridiculous. I just, every right. time I think of a Border Patrol, I always think about Eric Cartman as the yeah, Border totally. Patrol. <laughs> For some reason, that just makes me laugh. Totally. All right, y'all. It's a woman, uh, woman calls the police on a black representative campaigning in Oregon. Uh, oh, yeah. Oregon <laughs> that, State representative that. says someone called the police on her while she was canvassing door-to-door in her district. Hey, that's Representative racist. Janelle Bynum. That's racist. <laughs> represents District 51, which includes the area of Clackamas County where she was campaigning. And uh, apparently she was going by, and what, what happened was is that she was, after each stop, she was taking notes. Uh, to like uh, to address concerns with people that she talked to, just like she would take notes about what their concern was because she actually cares. And then someone called the cops saying that she thought they thought she she was casing the, the neighborhood. Yeah, we just like we can't go anywhere. We can't even we can't <laughs> even go around and try to you know ask your political f- what, yeah. what you would you like out of a politician. Yeah. But you just automatically assume that we out here trying to steal stuff. It's a very unorthodox way. It's apparently we get fire trucks. We're doing campaigning. Yeah, right yeah. Now, yeah. Like, TV, <laughs> can't, gotta, can't make sure yeah. that you won't burn up in the fire. Yeah. Can't come by and check on your political views. Yeah. I mean, permanent patties out here on. on I'm not on, gonna lie. I'm afraid. Course. Like most parts of the city, or at least outside the city, I'll be probably afraid to walk into and do something casual. I'm so it's like, no, go ask my neighbor. I'm like, no, no. I'm not. You go do it. No. And I'll, it seems silly to me because that sounds silly and it sounds dumb. But I, I think it's weird how I can justify doing that if I had to do it. Which I probably will. <laughs> All right, so kind of hope, hope to speed things up a little bit. The Department of Justice wants colleges to stop considering race for student admissions. That's racist. Yeah, it's very racist. We don't get a lot of colleges. Here's the thing. Of course, a lot of other colleges don't have a problem with this, but most higher, insti- higher, most Ivy League, high, you know, higher education institutions. Yeah. Um, you got your Harvards and everything else, like New Yale's. They kind of have admission problems with if they, there's not a lot of diversity there. Admission. So these things are put into place to create diversity. Now we're going to say that we can't do that, and that's not a factor. I can't get it. You want to be, be, get people on their merits, but this is a glaring problem. So, like, what? Are, so, what are you gonna do to ensure that you have a diverse, that have a diverse school to help improve things? I got a question for you. What? You got you got a very different name. Yeah. Would you Would you give your kid a different leg up for that and give him uh, a Matthew or a, or John or I a Luke or something? Because I hate those names. Or, but, but it would be. Or are you gonna give him a uniquely African name? I'll give him a unique name. I don't know how African will be because I don't really know any African languages. But you know what I mean. But I don't want it to be, you know, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't want it to be. When people uh, hear DQ, what, 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 do you, what do you think they think? Dairy Queen. Okay. But besides that, <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, they don't. That's the thing. Most people in culture, so the people that hear it and do know actually pick up on it pretty well. Okay. But for the most part, we just, you know, people just think that I, they assume that it's just some name I made up and that I'm just trying to be cool. Like, okay. it's a street name. And they, like, they think it's a street name. They're like, mm, whatever, bro. It's like, trying bro, to you, be cool, yeah. yeah you out here selling soft yeah, serve. And even, and even then, it's like, yeah, like, why don't I make that my street name? You know what? It's like, you, you know out here selling blizzards, yeah, player. Yeah. I've heard, some, I've heard worse street names than that. They're terrible, which is weird how they look at me. It's like, how's that bad? You know what the crap that's going on here? He said that was my nickname, man. Back off me, G. Oh, man. You messed up. But yeah, I don't know. You know I, I, mean? I guess that is interesting, though. Yeah, I'm saying like, that does I, make I, it. That's the difference. I feel like that's that has been the thing that people have yeah. tried to to deter, you know, to to make sure that they their kid is the leg up that they give them a uniquely an American name or yeah. whatever in quotations. Yeah, we're using quotations yeah. by the way. Yeah, because um, it's like if you hear a brown person's name, they're only gonna allow so many of those brown names in. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. the Ivy League type of situation. Yeah. So it's a weird situation, yeah. real conversation. Yeah. But my name could play off to be white too because it kind of has some Europeans or Spanish roots. But you know what I mean. I'm slightly French. Like Decu Rene being my name, like for things like Decu. It sounds really French. Yeah, so if I go Decu Rene Scott, it's like, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yo, what's up? My name's Decu. This Negro mm-hmm. dude over here. <laughs> oh, <is>? no. <laughs> sounds a little darkish. He may not be black, but he's dark enough. He's out. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I would like to give my kid a unique name. I don't, I don't, I would, I prefer it not to be some basic Christian name. But, you know, if your name's Chris or Matt, whatever, that's fine. That's cool. I personally just would like to have more of a unique spin to it. But I wouldn't, like, try to go all out, you know? Yeah, but I, don't know. I just, I just feel like they, they let in the people that they let in without actually knowing. Yeah. I mean, unless they unless they definitely checking all the boxes that are getting checked, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But this from the essays yeah. alone, they're going from all what name is what. Yeah. You know? And this doesn't I mean this affects the most black people too, but this affects all, all the other people as well. I mean, obviously like if, especially if I'm mentioning Harvard, there's obviously in a big court case right now with the Asian American community. They're trying to get sued cuz they're having admission problems with that. Which... But but America is taking the best of the best here. Yeah. That 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 visa the genius visa 
Yeah. That is getting openly used by all of those countries. Yeah. But now, if you're not like on that genius level, then yeah. I guess it was probably still would be hard to get into Harvard. But if you're on that genius level, they're allowing all you guys in. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to. That's the thing. You want that. Like, you want. It's just funny to me how people wouldn't want their, like, wouldn't want to be represented. That's all Silicon Valley. You know what I mean? Like, you want to show that you have range and stuff like that. I guess, you know, here's the thing to me. At the end of the day, this isn't. This is. Something's going to be affected. How it's going to go back and forth. Who knows? Other organizations will rise up to make a difference. And I think that'll help out with this. Now, the big thing for me in this, as I think is interesting, is the, the show of force. Like, the. The, the the political move on this and to ensuring certain white Americans that look we're giving you back your country mm-hmm. look America's gonna be good and white again you're gonna have that as a white man you'll still feel yeah. empowered to have that these people of color aren't taking things away from that you rightfully deserve mm-hmm. they're basically like ah oh, we're, we're gonna you yeah. know mm-hmm. I mean I'm just saying you know <laughs> I understand what you're it's either that or it's just he's just blindly it's like Obama made this let's get rid of it oh it's a bonus to get a twofer yeah yeah alright <laughs> Quick pop life rundown on pop news. Then we'll get into a bar round. We'll close the show. A couple things happening out there. So we'll try to run it down. Well, we can do these really fast. Yeah, actually. we can do these super fast. Be on top. First off, rest in peace to Duke. Duke. The Bush bangs, the, the Bush baked beans dog. He has passed away. R.I.P. His real name is Sam. He passed away today due to cancer. We're all heartbroken. Now we'll really know, but we'll never get the secret recipe to them beans. Mm-mm-mm. He'll never tell. He'll never tell. Jar <laughs> Jar Binks, actor Ahmed Best, speaks out about fan harassment. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you do these when you do these attacks on all these you know these artists and these people, they are really affected by them. Um, he edges about he made a post the other day uh, celebrating the team has almost about twenty years. Um, coming up next year, when he faced all the backlash of painting his character Jar Jar Binks. Granted, they did have some issues with it. Attacking him personally probably wasn't the best move. And he explains how he's very suicidal about it. And he goes off to talk about it. If you could Google something like that and look it up, just hear a story. And I uh, try to be more considerate if you try to attack people like that online because you think they're just celebrities, they're rich, and they got money, they're fine. They're no, they're people and they job. hurt. Yeah, they're people and they hurt. This still has effects. Uh, James Woods is dropped by his patriotic talent agent by the 4th of July, saying, it's like, hey, James. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, it's like, uh, James, uh, I'm feeling political today, so that's why I'm dropping you from. Uh, my agency and uh, it seems to be a mutual thing I guess so that's fine so kudos to you for standing up for yourself and dropping that racist piece of crap a little news motion picture academy invites uh, the largest class ever in a high Hollywood diversity push with people such as Mindy Kaling and Jada Pinkett Smith and Dave Chappelle and Tiffany Haddish and awesome other a slew of other people. Uh, they sent about 928 invitations to try to help improve some diversity in the in the role of film in the Motion Picture Academy. So maybe there'll be some proper uh, representation for movies and varieties, you know, stuff like that. So this might be a good thing. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, last but not least, everyone's mad at Scarlett Johansson for playing a transgender man uh, man in a movie. Uh, I think you probably could have found some transgender actors. Someone could make the argument. That Scarlett Johansson's a big time actor actress, and that the name attached to that makes sells a bit. Yeah, but they, I mean, uh, they no. could have got somebody Asian for the the Great Wall of China instead of Matt Damon. Yeah, that wasn't about him though. <laughs> that, but here's the thing. <laughs> but here's the messed up part about it. They used his face to push that movie. They did. <laughs> so I don't know. That's the thing. It's like we could have found somebody. He probably heard he's only in the movie for like two minutes or something like like barely in the movie. But that poster of his face is all over it. Yeah. yeah. But I like Matt Damon. So that's kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I still haven't watched. I kind of want to watch that now. All right, back again with another bar rant. Now remember, everybody, it's summer. It's getting nice out there. You're gonna start hitting some patios, hanging out more often, wearing some sundresses, wearing your tank tops and your flip flops, flippy flappers. And I'm using that to lead into my bar rant. Keep your nasty feet out of everywhere. It's hot and sweaty. Oh, I don't know you suffering all these standing there. <laughs> Yo, like even if I, it's just, I encourage you not to wear flip flops to the bar. But if you do, just don't, don't take them off and put don't your feet on everything. It's, it's nasty. Right. It's just the grossest it's thing. It's gross. It grosses me out. Should have made a better decision. Like, for you like if I was a single man and I saw a girl with her feet, yeah. she could be fine, yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. She she walking barefoot downtown or just around the cl- club. Yeah. Never gonna talk yeah. to her. Never. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're gross. Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your personal safety too. That's just gross. You might get sick. You might slip on something. I might have said this before already. This uh, is my bar. My bar. Rant. Sometimes you gotta reiterate. Yeah. 
before the security shows up, you got to come check in with me. You got to give me your ID. <laughs> you can't be in the bar without giving me your ID. Yeah. I know I probably said this before. Yeah. And then don't g- give me attitude yeah. for doing my job. It's like, dang, you seen me before? No, it's I like, don't know no. you. <laughs> I'm on the camera. I, I, I got to check yeah. your ID. I was in here six months ago. My girl was Tanya. You don't remember me? I no, like I don't remember you. <laughs> give me your ID. That's it. That is it. Speaking uh, of that's it. We have to, we're wrapping this up. We're out of here. Thanks for doing the show with me today. I know none of us wanted to be here. I made it. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't want to do this, but I care. So we did it live. Next time, though, we we pre-recording this, man. We sleeping in. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. If you did, too, for them, we got a lot of love for you. Uh, We got a lot of things coming up. Please check out some of our radio collective, PDX Radio Collective. Check out our Facebook channel for product of the 80s as well. And we have more stuff coming, some videos, some more live content. events, uh, cords of things, man. Yeah, so thank you once again. Uh, thank you, PDX. Yeah, we'll take you next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>